0: This is uh, Kali Dali, the screening room editor from Medical Humanities BMJ Journal. I'm reporting from the Postgraduate Medical Humanities Conference in Exeter. I have the pleasure of uh, having Sarah Jones here uh, with me. Sarah is from University of Exeter and she's one of the uh, organizers and the hard workers behind, the, uh, behind this uh, fantastic conference and uh, one of the presenters too. So I'll hand over to Sarah to tell us a bit about the uh, inception and how this how you organized the the event and uh, the highlights
1: of the of the conference. Hi, thank you. That was a nice introduction. Um, yeah, my name is Sarah Jones. Uh, I'm a third year PhD student at the University of Exeter. Um, where I work on sex radicalism and free love at the end of the 19th century, but I work broadly on the history of sexuality uh, and the history of medicine as well. When I came to Exeter, I've been here for my BA and my MA as well. So after I've been here for so many years I've met lots of people who are working uh, on postgraduate studies of uh, medical humanities of all different kind of uh, disciplines from literature and film to you know to history and art Um, and it really occurred to me that there was no real community uh, for postgraduate researchers in the history of of medicine or in the broader medical humanities Uh, so with my sort of friends you know as much as it was a professional kind of uh, decision it was also a kind of A group of us realised that we're lucky in Exeter to have that kind of community here and it was something that we thought was really important to kind of meet people from other uh, universities and institutions, not only in Britain but across the world, who are working on similar kind of uh, themes and similar topics um, to kind of get together as a kind of hub of research, partly to kind of establish Exeter as a hub of, of excellence. Uh, medical humanities research, and we're lucky that the quality of research going on here—if I do say so myself—is uh, you know is, is quite good. Um, so yeah, it was definitely to kind of bring people who we know uh, by name or by t- you know on Twitter and all these kind of places, bring them together and get them kind of talking. Um, we were really lucky when we started organising it; the interest was not just from people working within uh, more traditional uh, humanities, but also from people like yourself, you know, working in uh, working in medicine. And it, it was really kind of uh, refreshing actually to kind of get people uh, approach us and asking whether they could come and speak and come and get involved so that really kind of opened our eyes to the amount of uh, of dialogue going on or the, the dialogue that people wanted to get going between uh, humanities and kind of young researchers in, in medical humanities as well. So that was really kind of nice being able to kind of bring people in the kind of uh, uh, real medicine we'll go for uh, and bring them here and kind of uh, and get them talking. So. We made the decision to kind of uh, run the event and we were really lucky to have funding from the Wellcome Trust who uh, supported some travel uh, bursaries for us and the Society for the Social History of Medicine who uh, who helped us kind of um, uh, make it a little bit cheaper for everybody to, a- to attend. And we were also supported really, uh, supported really well by the College of Humanities at the university and uh, the University of Exeter annual fund which is funded by uh, Exeter alumni. So we were really lucky to have funding from them. Actually, it's funding from them that's going to be able to let us establish this event as an annual event for at least the next three years so we're really kind of grateful and very keen to set up something that's going to happen for sure every year so we know we can kind of develop that dialogue over a period of time rather than just kind of being a very good but one-off event we wanted to establish something that was going to happen a number of times so we can kind of when those themes and ideas and issues come up we can address them over time so we were really pleased to kind of get that kind of funding. So the Centre for Medical History, uh, which is soon to be renamed, I believe, uh, the Centre for for Medical Humanities because it's much more interdisciplinary than just history, Um, have been excellent in kind of helping us kind of set all this up. And all the logistics of the event really is is down to Claire Keat, who's the centre management. So uh, uh, we we must thank her, really, because she's our conference guru. but yeah, so we set it up. We sent the call for papers out. We expected a kind of uh, we ran an event last year called Civilizing Bodies, which was you know fairly yeah. kind of medical. Um, we had a response of about you know thirty people to that. It was a very nice, small event. Uh, the response to this one was almost well over twice uh, what we had to that one. And uh, we, you know we really kind of worked hard to get as many papers in as possible. So it's been a, a long couple of days. You know a lot of papers kind of uh, pushed in together. But we're really pleased with a huge range of papers on all sorts of topics, from all sorts of people, from all sorts of backgrounds, and uh, we're quite proud of the way that that's gone, and um, we know the centre here are pleased with the kind of response that we've got. Um, As for the event itself, sorry, uh, you know, kind of favourite sort of papers, um, I've really enjoyed the interdisciplinarity of it, I enjoyed uh, hearing from people working within medicine, it was really kind of interesting to see the kind of research I'm doing being used in a a real world setting, if you like, it's quite refreshing to kind of see that uh, being used in that way. And also just to hear people, I always get research envy. Mm -hmm. You know, my my topic is, uh, you know, it was interesting, it seemed interesting when I started, but every now and then, of course, with every job, you get slightly bored, Mm -hmm. and you hear all these incredible things that everyone else is doing, and you think, oh, if only I'd have researched, you know, such and such. So, no, it's been really excellent to kind of hear some of the exciting research coming out.
0: Uh, thank you very much for this, that that's Sarah. I, I definitely enjoyed the variety and diversity of, of topics. but one of the uh, conc- one of the concluding uh, sort of themes that th- there is still some um, uncertainty about uh, definitions and and a future for medical humanities and its uh, place within uh, social sciences, medicine, history, and so forth. What's your view on that sure?
1: um it's difficult and I mean, The the concluding sort of roundtable we had here today, I think uh, a lot of issues came up about how we define what medical humanities is. Um, There is a definite tension there between kind of uh, humanities being used in a medical setting and then people uh, like myself, you know, historians and uh, and literature scholars working on uh, medical themes in their own kind of research. So there is a strange kind of tension there between what responsibility we have as scholars to make our research... um, meaningful to that kind of audience to a a medical audience and a part of what came out of the discussion we've just had is that maybe it can be both you know maybe you know research if it can have a kind of practical application in it you know it adds something to the way that we understand uh, you know medicine and the body and health then you know absolutely kind of it's worthwhile and it should be pursued but also research that just looks at medicine it adds something to the way that we understand medicine as a, a profession but also as a kind of cultural body uh, you know um as a part of the kind of culture and society that we live in so i think even research that isn't kind of immediately applicable to medicine itself still is definitely worthwhile as uh, you know kind of worthwhile yeah research but then i would say that because i'm a <laughs> i work in the medical humanities um but no there's a definition uh, there's tension especially with the definition and I think perhaps one of the things that hopefully we'll be able to work out over the next couple of years in kind of these kind of events and other kind of events that we're planning on holding and the journal that we have um, running alongside the event the postgraduate journal of medical humanities is trying to work out what we mean when we say medical humanities what terms we use how we should be using those terms and how perhaps uh, we have been using those terms wrong so far or wrong as a but perhaps to be a little bit imprecise in the way that we use those terms so far.
0: Yeah, thank you for that. So, so what are the themes for, uh, if the if you have is identified some themes, or what would you like to see uh, in next year's event, which uh, I'm confident that you're going to, to, to have, because you've got funding, which is it <laughs> very helps. important, yeah. it <laughs> definitely helps. So you've got funding for, for not, not just one year, for two years, I understand. Yes. So two more years. So w- what themes would you like to see uh, being discussed, explored next year?
1: Yeah. Um, The great thing, you know, we've got a lot of staff here and and like I said in the roundtable discussion that we just had, uh, we've managed to identify kind of quite a lot of uh, new areas that medical humanities is moving into. So one that has been identified uh, by Jonathan Barry, who's our um, director of the Centre for Medical History here, is uh, globalising medical humanities. So rather than just looking at medical humanities in the West or using kind of uh, other places in the world to understand medicine in the West, actually looking at medicine in other parts of the world. Jonathan has identified kind of China and India, kind of for the impact that they had on the way that we understand medicine, as big kind of uh, of hubs of uh, of possible future research. So that's something that we definitely like to see more papers uh, that look at uh, medicine and medical humanities uh, outside of uh, of Britain and America and Europe. Um, also, you know, age. Everything seems to be uh, it's about you know working class or middle class people. You know, of, you know, who are in their 20s, you know, quite a lot of research does kind of seem to kind of focus around that. So definitely kind of old age, which is a really pressing, you know, social issue, Uh, you know, it's coming to the fore. And I think perhaps, you know, medical humanities needs to reflect the importance of that topic, kind of more generally. So I would like to see more about that and I'm also a big believer that you know a lot of the papers we had here today um, were from history were from English uh, I'd like to see more that kind of explored uh, health and medicine in the kind of digital age so the internet Indeed. graphic novels uh, f- I mean you yourself right. spoke on yeah. film and that was kind right. of fantastic but you know I'd love to see more the YouTube generation wh- okay. what's going on with that you know what Social media. absolutely yeah. and I think that's kind of a real emerging Uh, you know field in itself and it would be great to see more kind of interdisciplinarity not just between the kind of humanities as in you know english and history and then film and then medicine but also kind of social sciences and sociology and all that kind of thing kind of see more uh, the way that health works as part of humanities as part of medicine and as part of kind of broader social culture as well
0: and if i may add to that patient groups as well and voluntary organizations uh uh, to 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 have a voice in 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 your uh events. But thank you very much for that, Sarah. Cool. Thank you. It's been a great uh, conference. I really enjoyed and learned a lot from uh, from attending these two wonderful days. So from uh, uh, Postgraduate Medical Humanities Conference in Exeter, thank you very much. And with a promise to, to report yes, uh, next we'll year. Yeah,
1: so we'll see you next year. Yeah, thank thank you. you very much. Thank, thank you. you. you.